You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want more control over your life? You need more control over your money. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and that's why I started the Her Money Podcast. From understanding your money personality to taking steps to earn more, spend wisely, invest for tomorrow, and protect it all, I can help you get there. So join me. Subscribe to Her Money with Jean Chatsky wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello, welcome to Triviality. I just took a DNA test, and it turns out I'm only 8% that bitch, which is not enough to get a scholarship, but we're happy you joined <laughs> us for this uh, brand new episode. <laughs> We've got a lot of people to introduce. Uh, Jeff, of course, in the studio. Neil in the studio. Matt coming to us from LA. How you doing, guys? <laughs> doing pretty good. Uh, still sad that Matt is gone, but uh, we can see him. He's alive. He's available mm-hmm. over the internet, so that means he's still hooked into the, uh, the mainframe. But I can't feel him, and that's disappointing. <laughs> I wouldn't let you feel me if I was in studio, too, just so you know, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, also in the studio, uh, we'll introduce her first. We know her. We love her. She's part of the Five Timers Club now. Is that accurate? Emily Baker. Yay! Welcome back. You're going to be hosting today. Yeah. Welcome. We're we're happy. We enjoyed your last game and, of course, the Letter Kenny game and all the other times you've been on. So So happy to be here. I'm ready for those Five Timers Club jackets. So (laughs) I'm just saying. They're back ordered, though. Oh, okay. I understand. All right. Also, uh, coming to us via Skype, because that was the easiest way, honestly. This is a real treat, guys. Yes, we're really excited. I'm, I've been really pumped for this for a while. This is really silly, but we're, we're excited. Um, she's a Triviality Superstar, and she's coming to us from the Netherlands, an actual Dutch person, to criticize <laughs> Neil's Dutch boy accent, Gaudi Damon. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Thank you hi, so guys. much for I'm joining good. us. Yes, thank you for, uh, for being on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm, I live in Deventer, which is a nice city in the east of the Netherlands. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, what I do, I, I'm in between jobs now at the moment, so uh, that's cool. Got a bit of free time. Uh, what else? Yeah, I listen to trivia podcasts a lot. <laughs> I go. play pub quiz uh, every Monday. Is that is that very common in the Netherlands? Is there a lot of pub, pub quizzes? Quiz, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, so what do you think of Neil's Neil's accent that he does? I don't think I've heard it yet. No? Oh. No. Okay, so I probably won't I'm do it so today. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're sorry um, apologize. ahead of time <laughs> yes. for the German accent that Neil does. It is German, yeah. <laughs> and I don't do it. Dutch boy is just, he comes in and out of the studio, so blame him, not me. I have plausible <laughs> deniability. You I, open the door. Yeah. Neil's special well, friend. Yeah. Germany is our neighbor, so I kind of understand and does sound similar, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, our teams today are going to be Matt and Gaudi. So uh, you you had a great uh, Dutch pun, Matt, that you wanted to do as a team. Yes, that I came up with all by myself and didn't Google it. Uh, We're going to be Dutch Dutch ado about nothing. All right. And uh, Neil and Jeff? I guess uh, we'll stay on the Shakespeare theme and we'll be uh, Titus and Duchess. Not bad. All right, let's toss it to the rules, guys, so we can uh, get started with this game from Emily. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. 
he did it in a Dutch accent too. Oh, oh international flavor. It's yeah. nice that he does that for us. He changes it every time. Right, he does. It's just great. He's uh, very versatile. All right, Emily, you want to take it away? I would love to take it away. Okay, guys, question one. What 90s film holds the record for most miniature model work to appear in one film? Um, I think it's kind of a trick, and uh, I believe it might be Titanic. Okay. Because it would have won the Oscar. I, well, let me think about that. Hold on. It came out, no, maybe it came out in 97. And I feel it like it was won, it won in 98, 98 right? right? All right, so they're locked in. Uh, you were kind of thinking Toy Story. I thought it might have been like a trick, and it could be Titanic because it's such a big movie, but I know they use some miniature work. And I was thinking of it being like an action movie or something with uh, special effects that would need like models blown up. Let's just go Titanic. It's wrong. Okay. But okay. We're locked in. Mm, Titanic is interesting. um, Yeah. Because I remember seeing the miniature, the boat, they like did it in like almost like a tub thing and they had a full scale like miniature. But um, we talked about Toy Story 2, said that it was 3D mostly 3d modeling so it probably wasn't that um and then i we talked about toy soldier which is a movie about action figures that fought each other and then that's kind of what we locked in on so we said toy soldiers um no points on this one is actually independence day oh see i knew it was a big action movie because you can't really blow that stuff up you know no they don't let you turns out and people think that record's gonna last forever because people really don't use miniature models anymore so Mm, it'll probably keep the record Mm -hmm. chris nolan does a little bit but not not as much Mm mm-hmm Okay, question two. On the Nickelodeon show Rugrats, um, Angelica carries around her favorite doll almost constantly. The doll wears an orange dress, has red lipstick, and is missing big chunks of her hair. What is the name of Angelica's doll? I should know this. This is a good question because it's like not a character that you normally talk about. Like I could see her going like, come here, doll, because she's like angry all the time. I don't know. Or Shelly. I don't know. I'm thinking of that. I've got no idea. Okay, That's embarrassing. All right. uh, We're locked in over here. Uh, so we kind of were discussing back and forth. Um, you said that you had watched the Dutch version, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And they had the same names, thankfully. So we yeah. Were, <laughs> uh, then I don't know. It just like randomly came to me. I'm pretty sure it's Cynthia. So we locked in with Cynthia. Oh, uh, that sounds definitely yeah. right. I remember her screaming it at one point. I don't yeah. know what for, but like, I don't know if one of the kids <laughs> took it or like something bad happened to it, but I definitely remember someone screaming Cynthia at the lot at the top of their lungs. Yeah, we're gonna need some help to to get going here because we did not we did not know and we just thought it was generic, so we just said doll. Yeah, it is Cynthia, and the only reason I remember that is because in um, Rugrats Go Wild, Angelica loses Cynthia and then sings one way mm. or another whilst trying to. Find oh, her. that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's a horrifying looking doll. It's very spooky. Yeah, she didn't not always great. look like this. Yeah, that is, yeah. It looks like Tank Girl. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, question three. If you know SpongeBob like I do, you remember the episode where he has to write um, about what not to do at a stoplight. After what seems like hours of writing, SpongeBob can only get one letter one word on the paper, which is the. But the T in the, however, is highly decorative and larger than the other letters. What is the term used to describe this kind of letter, usually placed at the beginning of a chapter? like the stylized letter oh like at the beginning of a book mm-hmm. oh i don't know that had a name and there's two different words or phrases for it yeah emily emily's questions are always very good but they're just right outside my range so i end up uh i was gonna say behaving poorly but i end up playing poorly <laughs> and behaving poorly too according to kellen oh there it is yeah <laughs> uh i don't know i have no idea i can't remember you just want to say cap- capitanim? Sure. Okay. I know it's wrong, but I All just right. can't remember it. Um, this, is, so. this is one of those, I know what it is, but I can't think of it. Right. You'll, you'll, you'll hear the name and then it'll, it'll bother <laughs> oh, you. Oh, yeah. 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 We said, uh, I said maybe call it calligraphy, but that's wrong because that's like a style of writing or whatever. Um, yeah. So I don't think we have an answer. You just want to say like storybook, I guess. Yeah, that's the closest yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the we're best locked. we can do, probably. There you go. It's a relaxed in storybook. Jeff, you said you had a, a line on it. I had no idea, but no, what I'm just, thinking? Uh, I had heard it recently, and I'm just totally failing here. I know we were talking about like initialisms and stuff like that before. Capitanim got stuck in my head, so that's what we went with. All right, I'm sure it's wrong. Yeah, we'll lock in with uh, the uh, pharmaceutical-sounding Capitanim. You guys are dancing around it. You can either call it the initial or the drop cap. Oh. Uh, oh. 
Okay. The old drop <laughs> cap. Mm-hmm. It sounds like some sort of like uh, some sort finishing of like move. Finishing move. Yeah. Like give him the drop yeah. cap. Okay, guys. Question four: If I were a deltiologist, what common gift shop item would I be collecting on my travels? So you're not collecting delts, is what you're saying? Not this time. <laughs> not this time. Me and Jeff collect delts at the gym. Though. I try. You do. Yeah. Doesn't always work. So common gift shop items, I think of like teddy bear, keychain, pens, pen, flags, flags. Uh, pen, I feel like keychains are. Everyone always gets those keychains with their name on it. Rocks. Um, common, places. Common gift shop t-shirt. Whereas no, that wouldn't be. T-shirt. I'm trying to think of the word though, um, like delt, delty or delt. At first, I thought it was going to be. Um, like a weird trick for Delta and it was going to be like the wings that you get on the plane, the pin to um, make people not as scared. Pens, pens or, is a or pen, one. pen, yeah. keychain or teddy bear. What's flags. funny is those are all things that we didn't discuss. Tiny, yeah. tiny flags. <laughs> I love it. Which means there's a lot of different things you can collect. Postcards. Oh, Delt. Yeah. Oh, good one. <laughs> Which one gives you a feeling in your gut where you're like, I have enough, uh, bacteria in my gut to successfully you know not how break down food work, but yeah. it also makes me want to answer the question <laughs> is, that how yeah. that, is that how gut bacteria works yeah. Neil? it does now he needs an activia before <laughs> jamie lee curtis walks in hi hi guys deltiologist here's your yogurt um <laughs> so postcards pens keychains or t-shirts mm. just pick one of those kind of like keychains okay it seems the dumbest all right we are locked in with keychains Wow. So what we answered, you guys didn't even mention. Uh, we were thinking maybe it's fridge magnets. Maybe they study something with magnets or mag- magnetism or something. So we said fridge yeah. magnets. I'm feeling very bad in this moment because it is postcards. Oh, no. Listen, wow. wow. Yeah. I love that that was like your last minute, like postcards. I was hope you seemed so excited about postcards. I was hoping you'd just go with it. Oh. No one's ever excited about postcards, so that's great. No. <laughs> okay. I do have a sports question for us. Here it is. Who <laughs> who was the last team to win the AFC championship that is not the New England Patriots? I kinda like Denver. It feels about right. Seven, eight, nine, three years. Patriots, Patriots, or at least two of them. Yeah, it's gotta be. Okay. Okay. Patriots. Right, right. Yeah, the Patriots are yeah. They're a very popular team. We're locked in. Feel free to. They're also an unpopular team, depending on if you support them or not. They're a a worldwide known team. Uh, So, Gotta was just saying that they do not air NFL games over (laughs) in the Netherlands. So, she's not. That's about right. know as much. What's Uh, the biggest sport over there, Gotti? What'd you say? What kind of sports? Yeah, what's the biggest sport? Uh, Soccer? Soccer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much everywhere except here. (laughs) Yeah. Soccer's number one. Uh, we invented our own football with with where you don't kick it very much at all. Um, I, I think that this was the Ravens, um, Ravens, Niners, but that might have been earlier. But uh, we're going to lock in with Ravens. I think Ravens, Niners, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, was like 2010, 2011. No, no, no that would have been not- Kaepernick. That, would, that, would, that was the game where the lights went out. Yeah. So I think that might have been like 2014. Was it that recently? I know it was a while ago. I yeah. was a senior in high school when that happened. I do remember. That was 2014. It was 14. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm wrong. Good. Continue. <laughs> was that your answer? Was the Ravens? Yeah, the Ravens. Yeah. Um. So we thought that this might have been the last time Peyton went to the Super Bowl with the, the Broncos. Oh, the so Broncos. we said Denver. That's right. Yep. It is oh. the Broncos. We have points. Oh, I thought Harbaugh Bowl was like it. a long time ago. I mean, it's yeah. still a ways back, but... At least we're on well, the board. You're when on you the think board. of it as being that long ago, you feel old. That's so I true. Don't. All right. So after five questions, it is 10 to 10. Close game so far. Mm-hmm. Nine in total, including Calliope, Calliope, Arato, and Cleo. What name was given to the goddesses of literature, science, and the arts in Greek mythology? So it's one word to describe all nine of them. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Calliope, isn't it? Is Calliope. it with, wasn't it the one from Serendipity where he, she... Is it Calliope? Calliopeia. He puts he draws it on her arm because it's the constellation that matches her uh, her moles. Sorry, I know that movie really well. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff and I have an idea. We're gonna lock in here, so we'll see what you guys think. All right. Well, you you nailed this one right away. So what did you say? Yeah. What I did I said muses. 
muses yep so we yeah. said muses very very confidently yeah so i was telling jeff um calliopeia or, or if that's what it was reminded me of serendipity when john cusack uh puts the marker on cape back and sales forum when they look at the constellation by the ice rink before they fall in love love and time collar all this other stuff anyway i know the movie very well uh but jeff said okay. how about muses and uh and then ken said Matthew Bellamy is one of the famous muses. Right? Yes. yes. He's number nine. <laughs> he is. Very yeah. good. <laughs> so we, we went with muses as well. Yeah, it is muses. I definitely pronounced one of those wrong. I apologize to Greek mythology, but it's muses. And they're in Hercules <laughs> as well. So. Ooh, I love Hercules. Yeah. One of the going to do live action Hercules is what I want to know. Because Lizzo should be one of the That's what the I'm pottery. saying. Although Lizzo muses. was trying to be Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid, and I don't know why that's not a thing. Mm. But anyway, mm. I digress. Yeah. Um. Okay, guys, question seven. Funded by NASA, the Communication Research Institute, informally known as the Dolphin House, investigated methods of talking to the creatures in the 1960s. What substance did Dr. John Lilly inject the dolphins with as he believed it made them more verbal? I remember the story. I think they inject them with some sort of drug. Like, I don't know if it was cocaine, heroin, or meth or something like that. LSD. That was big in the 60s. Or LSD. It was some sort of drug that they shouldn't have been giving the dolphins, and obviously they were, you know, like that. <laughs> so, uh, they're good. Uh, you can un- you can unmute over So basically, what we're talking about is what's his name, Doctor John Lilly. Doctor John Lilly gave them this substance, and all, right. he's, all he's hearing back all day is. <laughs> and he's like, "Why are they talking so much?" So, um, I think it's some sort of drug. So it's you just must matter- know the dolphin. <laughs> yeah. You must train the dolphin. Um, uh, They're injecting it with some sort of drug. It's obviously. a drug. Yeah. So we just have to figure out, is it cocaine, heroin, meth, or LSD? You know, it's so funny. The spirit of Kellen kind of possessed me and whispered in my ear that they injected the dolphins with alphabet soup. <laughs> <laughs> is that like Chef Boyardee? It's alphabet you soup. You don't know what alphabet soup is? It's SpaghettiOs in the shape of letters. Oh, yeah. That's right. what I mean. Yeah. 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 Uh, I no, thought it was some sort like of weird... If Kellen's ghost is here, I'd let her know I'm very glad she's my best friend. It's <laughs> a, good, a good joke that goes Kellen uh, just did. What drug do you want to go with? Uh, I mean, they were, what would make them... Mo- what was the uh, adjective you used? To verbal. make them more verbal. Verbal. Well, doesn't cocaine make people chatty? Isn't that the... Uh... All the producers I talk to are very chatty. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let's go cocaine. You'll never work in this okay. town again. We're going to go cocaine, which Matt is inevitably going to be serving at his, uh, his establishment. <laughs> uh, so LA, um, we, we didn't, we went a completely different direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thought that might've been, uh, they were maybe mercury was big in that era. And, uh, we thought tuna and fish already have some mercury in them. So that maybe give them some more. So we said mercury. It's actually LSD. Oh, damn it. Uh, the research done at the lab was meant to try to, like, if we can talk to dolphins, we can talk to aliens, right? And um, it went because, very wrong. That, uh, yeah, that whole. because that's totally the same thing, aliens and dolphins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, tried. Maybe aliens look like dolphins. What you if never know. the aliens came off the UFO <laughs> and they were just dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> and there were subtitles that said, show us your leader yeah. Yeah. And, and give us give more us LSD. LSD. Yeah. They just wanted more LSD. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, of these four celebrities, which does not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, George Clooney, or Ice Cube? It's a toss-up because... So the thing with the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the star in the Walk of Fame, is you commission it yourself or someone in your camp commissions it and you pay for it. So really, you're just giving yourself a star. So it's just a matter of who... You need like enough signatures or approval or whatever, but you end up paying for it yourself. So who? That's right. We talked about once trying to commission our own star. Yeah, I, I do remember this conversation. So it's just a matter of who would have helped them do this. And I'm just trying to think of all of these uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame things. They always have someone else famous who like goes there and speaks, right? So NSYNC had Carson Daly, and um, uh, there's a, a, another a bunch of other ones that I'm thinking of. But anyway, Kevin Hart probably would have had like The Rock or something, but I don't remember that. Ice Cube. I could probably see he's older than Kevin Hart. He could have gotten an earlier. George Clooney, I don't know if that's a trick because maybe he doesn't have one. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know. Um, you don't think Brad Pitt showed up uh, with a hot dog or something? <laughs> yeah, or some like some almonds. Like just this guy, 
Yeah. Just, Let yeah. me tell you about my friend, George. George. Mm. Mm. He makes this excellent tequila. <laughs> Paso amigos. Let's go, the trick. Okay. Yeah. All right. And if you guys will give me 20 minutes, I'll be right back. And then I will answer this question. <laughs> you guys uh, yeah. So we, we talked a lot about, uh, I'm pretty sure Jamie Lee Curtis has one. I feel like I've seen it. And I know Kevin Hart. I think he just recently got one. Because uh, yeah. he was posting pictures all over, and I think I remember The Rock made fun of him again because that's what all he does. Um, so we were kind of between Ice Cube and George Clooney, um, and George Clooney seems so obvious that he does have one that we said he does not. So we said George Clooney. Yep, it's George Clooney. He does not have one. <laughs> yeah, but Ice logic. Cube does. <laughs> okay, guys. Next question. Um, I really hope that everyone listening knows that you should wear SPF every day. You can choose to ignore me. I just need to make sure everybody knows. Um, but what does SPF actually stand for? Oh, we got this really wrong once. <laughs> oh. I thought you were like, oh, we got this wrong. Um, Sunshine per freckle. <laughs> it's something force or, um, oh, God, we got this wrong. I remember it, too. It was, like, so distinct. And I was like, I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> Where did that accent I'm go real. from? I'm never going to forget how, it. How southern did you just go? Oh, God. It's um, sunshine, uh, sunshine, um, not protective, protective. It's something factor, isn't it? Sunshine. Sunshine. Sun protection sun factor. Sun protection factor. Yeah, that's maybe. What, that's what's in my head. I think we answered that and it was really wrong, but let's go with it. Let's just or lock maybe it we answered something else yeah. and that was really right. All right, we're locked in All over right. here. I'll unmute you guys. Okay, you guys are locked in. Okay. Uh, so sun, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Or sunlight. <laughs> yeah. And then we thought protection. And then yeah. that, that F is tough. And I can think of so many F words. Some of them you can't even say. We'll say, uh, do you like factor? Do you want to say sun protection? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sun, sun protection factor. That's yeah. Our, yeah, that's our answer. That sounds remarkably similar to our sun protection factor. You guys need to have more confidence in yourself. It is sun protection oh. factor. Yeah. All right. And please wear SPF. Protect your beautiful, gorgeous faces. What factor do you have on right now? 30. 30, okay. Every day. Or else my poor skin will burn. I burn very easily. I, that's what Freddy Krueger always said. He should have put on some more SPF. Uh. It's a shame. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, yeah. That's what That's he did the wrong. Lesson. <laughs> That's, That's the only lesson. thing he did wrong. Wear SPF. Don't end up like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> All right, guys. Last question of the round. Paula Abdul's music video for Opposites Attract features a funky animated companion. What is his name? Oh, uh, locked in. <laughs> I knew Matt would get that right away. I'm, you know, I do references this all the time, so you guys should have this. It's uh, oh god, is it like Cool Cat, Jake Cat? Jake, oh, I can't remember his Some, name. Some cat, right? Yeah, it's um, Jazz Cat. Um, hold on. <laughs> Matt's how many really. Ki- how many kinds of cats? <laughs> Matt's really enjoying this. Uh, I've been waiting for this question scat for cat? years. Oh, I think it's Scat Cat. <laughs> okay. That, that might not be right. Wait, Scat is what the cats roll around in and dogs roll around in. <laughs> but it is Jazz. You do Scat. What do you about? Yeah. So it could be Scat Cat. I think it's Scat is Cat. It, what's MC Scat Cat? MC Scat Cat. What is MC Scat Cat? I think that's it. Is I, that a thing? I think that's him. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're locking in with. It's so frustrating when they work their way back. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. It is MC, MC Scat, Scat Cat. cat. <laughs> yeah. Once you said Scat Cat, I was like, what the hell is there's an MC Scat Cat? Once, once I scatted well, myself, it came to me. <laughs> they tried to launch a solo career for MC Scat Cat, I think, right? Yeah, he had. They, they, that was like his uh, backdoor pilot for his own. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the no dolphins way. from earlier try to do the scatting. That just... He does not scat for the back door, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphin scatting? Okay, so we're talking about scatting now. So yeah, that's where we're at. That's what this has devolved into. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh. Ooh. Uh, that's scores. the end of the first round, right? Yeah, that's the end of the first round. <laughs> oh, boy. It is. That will conclude the first round. It looks like the game's all tied up at 50 between Duchess Andronicus and much t- Dutch to ado about nothing. That's, <laughs> that's oh tricky. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got your work cut out for you. Yeah, I'll do better the next time. All right, guys. So essentially what I've done for this swing round, I'm calling it Movies According to Ann Baker, which is my mom. 
essentially what I've done is I've asked her to talk about or describe some movies mm -hmm. and you just have to tell me what movie she's trying to tell you about. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, she tried her hardest. All right. Number one. Let's see. Spoiled Southern girl learns about love, life, and loss during a period of war and has a very creative sewing moment. Doesn't she make a dress out of drapes or something? Question two. Tough times in the slammer for an intellectual white guy who gets even with the bad warden. The ultimate prison buddy movie. Three. Oh, I hate this movie. This guy's a loser. He makes bad business decisions. He learns about the value of life, I guess, and he gets a handout in the end. Like, everyone in the town chips in for the handout or something. <laughs> That's a great review of that movie. She hates that movie. Um, number four. Scared the crap out of me. Creepy and dirty. Everyone's grimy in this movie. The lady was like a witch or something. And she flies around, and the dad was really mean. The music is all in minor keys, which makes it extra sad. Five. This one's like Gilligan's Island, only with one guy and a volleyball that has some name. I can't remember it. Um, eight. Vin Diesel isn't in this one. It's another bald guy. There's plenty of action packed into this movie. It takes place in a high-rise, I think. It's Bruce Willis. People are sweaty. Like, Bruce Willis is really sweaty the whole time. <laughs> All right. Um, the lead guy has bad teeth and looks like he hasn't taken a shower in years. The girl's supposed to marry some boring doofus guy, but falls in love with Orlando Bloom. And then my brother chimed in and said, the one guy that found soap. Uh, the next one, superhero movie with groovy tunes. Vin Diesel is in this one. Nine. Oh, that one's great. Kathy Bates. Wow. Let's see. Just when you think Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction is scary, she's nothing compared to Kathy Bates in this movie. About Schmidt, right? Got this one as well. <laughs> and ten. This one's kind of psychedelic. The guy who wrote it was probably on acid. It's trippy. There's a creep factor with the main guy. I never understood why all of the people were in that bed together. There's something funky going on there. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All the answers are locked in. Yay. Okay. Um, so, what movie was Anne trying to tell us about with the creative sewing moment and the dress out of drapes? We went uh, with uh, Gone with the Wind. Mm, we went with a similar answer in Gone with the Wind. It is Gone with the Wind. Anne's doing an okay job so far describing these movies. <laughs> um, all right. Tough times in the slammer for an intellectual white guy. Um, I can see the movie poster from here. Um, Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, not Roadhouse. Yeah. No, this is uh, this is Tim Robbins crawling through the muck. This is Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I was deep cleaning out the giant garbage can the other day, and it reminded me of this movie. And I said, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yep, it is Shawshank Redemption, the ultimate prison buddy movie, according to my mom. <laughs> um, all right, the movie my mom hates with the bad business decisions, and the guy gets a handout in the end. Oh, I think Neil wants to take this one because um, one of his favorite actors is in it. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It is. Oh, 
We did not say that. Uh, we went with the classic Tom Hanks where he hangs out in a terminal and set the terminal. <laughs> Gets the handout. <laughs> you know, because he's a refugee. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's a wonderful life. It's a horrible metaphor. <laughs> um, all right. The movie that scared the crap out of my mom where everyone's creepy and dirty and um, the dad was really mean and the music's all in minor keys. I couldn't figure this one out. Um I'm sure I'll, I'll know it once I hear it. We just said The Exorcist, and we know it's wrong, though. Mm. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, uh, Gaudi came up with and said Into the Woods. That sounds similar. So he said Into the Woods. It was actually Mary Poppins. Because <laughs> okay. all the chimney sweeps have dirt all over their faces. Oh. And it just really bugs my mom for some reason. Oh, she is okay. a witch. She, she flies is a around. witch with her umbrella. And the, I guess the dad's really mean to the kids. There's that a couple sense. of songs oh, yeah. in minor keys, too. Yeah. I think most of it is, yeah. 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 Just um, a spoonful of the songs are in minor keys. <laughs> uh, the movie that's like Gilligan's Island, only with a, one guy and a volleyball. Uh, this is Wilson. Don't uh, don't throw him out. It's uh, Castaway. Mm-hmm. Castaway. Um, yep, it is Castaway. She couldn't remember the name of Wilson, though. <laughs> <laughs> So. It's like the only scene people remember it's from like that movie. That most important well, so character in the yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's a co-star. He holds the movie together. The whole point of this is that she's trying her best. He got the end. <laughs> yeah, Wilson got the end. <laughs> and Wilson, yeah. Inter- and introducing, introducing Wilson. Wilson as Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The movie that Vin Diesel isn't in, and she soon figured out it, it was Bruce Willis, and he was really sweaty. Uh, well, at first, when you you didn't say Bruce Willis, you just said bald and sweaty and, yep. and high rise. So I thought you meant The Rock, and then you said Bruce Willis. So mm-hmm. it went diehard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been yeah. skyscraper, but uh, <laughs> if, it, if it didn't say Bruce Willis, we said diehard. Yep, I'm glad we figured out it was Bruce Willis. It's diehard. He was only almost bald and diehard, though. Yeah, he still had hair for sure. It's the best Christmas movie ever. There you go. <laughs> it is great. He wasn't bald until the fourth one. Mm-mm. Not completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on his way, though, That's I feel true. like. Yeah. He's always been on his way. <laughs> He's been moonlighting as a bald man for a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Got it. I, I skipped basically all the diehards in my baldness uh, journey. Yeah, you went straight to four? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. The one where the lead guy looks like he hasn't taken a bath in years, and the girl is supposed to marry some guy, but ends up falling in love with Orlando Bloom. Uh, we went with Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. We also said pirates. Yep, that's it. All right, the superhero movie with groovy tunes. Vin Diesel is in this one. It's Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume One. I, be- Volume one. I believe he is Groot. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> it's Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie with Kathy Bates, who's scarier than Glenn Close, apparently. Uh, not quite Dolores Claiborne, but uh, we went with Misery. Mm-hmm. Also, misery. Yep. yep. My dad suggested that um, he said that this movie was a better way of saying break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Um, okay, the last one, the psychedelic one. Um, and my mom doesn't understand why those people were in the bed together. She thinks something funky's going on. I wasn't sure on this one. Um, but uh, speaking of acid or writing on acid, we went with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, this is about poor grandpa being in bed with all his family oh, for some lazy, reason. Lazy grandpa Joe. But yeah, Willy Wonka <laughs> yeah. and the Chocolate Who walks Factory. just fine, walks and dances. Yep, it is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's, that's a good clue. So, no change after that swing round as both teams are still at 90. And uh, before we move on, we just want to remind our listeners that, uh, you know, Patreon, we, we need some money, you know? We want to continue <laughs> this show as long as we can. Keep bringing you episodes every each and every week without missing uh, a beat. And uh, Patreon is one of the ways that we can do that, one of the ways that uh, we can uh, you know, stay motivated to make the show. And of course, if you cannot uh, provide any financial contribution, that's okay. We also appreciate just telling your friends about our show because growing our audience is uh, super important for the future of, of our program. So thank you so much, everybody. And special thank you to Gaudi for being a Patreon supporter and Emily as well. Absolutely. Thank you. And Kellen. And Kellen. And the, the ghost, ghost of Kellen. Kellen. The ghost of Kellen. <laughs> Who is not in the studio, but we feel our presence. <laughs> Kellen's with us always, including when we're going to the second round. Let's go with question one. Ooh, that was very smooth. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Very professional. I know. 
According to my new favorite Tumblr, Pop Sonnets, what song is the sonnet snippet referring to? So I'm going to give you a snippet of this sonnet, and you have to tell me what pop song it is. Okay. You are the flame that burns within my breast, the singular desire of my heart. Believe my wish, most solemnly professed, that we should ne'er again be so apart. Yet we are twine. It seems you are, world, you are worlds away. Uh, we're locked in. I think um, when thinking of answers, I feel like Backstreet's back, and that's we're looking at I Want It That Way. Uh, I think yeah. that's what the song is. So we're going to lock in with Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. We also locked in with I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Yep, it is I Want It That Way. Mm-hmm. That Tumblr's <laughs> gold. They have sonnets for like a bunch of different songs. It's wonderful. Okay, guys, question two. I'm a first lady. I was the first American woman to earn a geology degree. I spoke five languages fluently and have been the only first lady to speak an Asian language. I was the first lady to have my own radio broadcasts. I helped establish the American Women's War Relief Fund and founded the National Women's Conference of Law Enforcement. Who am I? God, Melania's done so much for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wilson's wife was a total badass. She basically ran the show for a while after he had a stroke. Um, it's probably better than mine. I just said Roosevelt because the radio dresses, but I, if Wilson well, ran... I'm trying to think of what war relief would have been for each Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we are going to lock in with a, a guest Jeff gave. So I think Woodrow Wilson's wife uh, kind of ran the show for a while. She's mm-hmm. kind of a total badass after he had a stroke. And uh, I could totally see her fitting the bill for this. So, And she was the namesake of Tom Hanks' volleyball. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll go Wilson. So we, we talked a little bit. Um, how familiar were you with uh, first ladies of the United States? Not at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> Usually the information doesn't cross uh, the Atlantic so much sometimes. No, no. Uh, um, but uh, we kind of agree that it was we're looking at it a little bit later um, in the timeline and just thought that Jackie Kennedy did a whole bunch. So we said Jackie Kennedy. No points on this one is actually Lou Henry Hoover. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Okay, guys. Question three. The world's largest known underwater waterfall flows down the western side of the Denmark Strait, but between what two islands does the Denmark Strait run? Ooh, do you know this one? No. Ah, it's in your area, isn't it? I don't know how this works. (laughs) (laughs) It's somewhat kind of close. All right, we are locked in, so Gaudi, Matt, feel free to talk out loud. So you said um, Iceland and what was the other one? Greenland, but... uh... Greenland. Yeah, they're both... Big islands in that area. Yeah. So we can lock in with those two. Yeah. Iceland and Greenland. Yeah, we actually felt the same way. Originally, Jeff had mentioned Denmark and Sweden, possibly. But then, yeah, we switched over to Greenland and Iceland. Yep, it is Greenland and Iceland. I worried (laughs) I was being a little bit too misleading with just saying countries, um, as it is called the Denmark Strait. Um, Question four. Due to the presence of methyl salicylate... A burst of light can be seen when you bite into what brand and flavor of candy? I could never get this to work myself. No. I've seen it a couple times. I don't know. Light, light, not lifesavers, right? Or like a hard candy? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know why I'm not familiar with this. Methyl. Uh, lifesaver. I don't know. I was trying to think of something really hard. I don't know. Spearmint. We'll say spearmint. Okay. So we ended up just talking about popular candies and the netherlands and <laughs> she said it was a lot of licorice not not a big hit over here Mm-mm. um i think i think i remember seeing this i think it's those breath savers is what i said and i think it's the white ones with the little blue in the middle so i think that's winter green so we said breath savers winter green now that you say that yeah um we thought it was something that would be hard that you'd have to bite into to create that uh, friction or whatever so we said a spearmint lifesaver I think I'll give both of you guys points because both of you had each half. So it is Lifesavers and the flavor is Winter Green because it's a winter Mm. green. So methyl salicylate is actually the oil of winter green. Oh, So when the methyl salicylate Ah. is bitten into it, creates a reaction. Now, you you said Winter Green. Winter Green is the flavor. That's what it's actually called? (laughs) Yeah, Winter Green. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, Okay, question five. The Montreal Canadiens jersey features the letters C and H. 
What does the H in the Canadian's logo stand for? Five bonus points if you can also tell me what the whole logo stands for. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I know that the, the H is for Habs, uh, which is short for some French phrase that I don't know. Um, and I think the C is just Canadian because they're basically the Canadian national or the Canadian habitants or something like that. So it's Habs and then the full is Canadian Habs. That's what we're locking in with. That's so remarkably similar to the exact thing we just said. In fact, uh, I believe I described it as I also don't know French, um, <laughs> some French word. Uh, but yeah, we said uh, we said the C was was for Canadians and then H was for the habitants, I think, have something like that, inhabitants. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. It actually stands for hockey. <laughs> no. It does? Yeah. So a lot of people think that it stands for habitants because that's one of the nicknames. For the team, mm. but the official name of the team is Le Club de Hockey Canadien. Oh, so, huh. That's what the C and the H stand for. Hmm. Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, all right, question six. Let's do a hockey, guys. Is it question six? I don't oh, know. they, question they six. actually uh, Chance did a, an eSports one yesterday, which was really, really funny, and you should watch it. Oh, on yeah. SNL? Mm. Yeah, very funny. Nice. Okay, still no separation here after uh, nope. 15 questions and a swing round. Uh, 120, 120. Oh my God. Okay, this is stressful. <laughs> this just became stressful. Question six. In 1982, students at Yale conducted a study that aimed to identify the most recognizable smells. Among the top 20 are scents like coffee, peanut butter, and Vicks Vapo Rub. However, what common classroom product, invented in 1903 by Edwin Binney, is number 18 on the list of most recognizable smells? Um, so yeah, we said we both kind of came to chalk right away. Um, I have lots of fond memories of clapping erasers <laughs> and chalk. Did you get in trouble uh, a lot, Matt? Yeah. I, yeah. Just write it over and over. Yeah. I, I will, will not, not be a smart ass, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but shows them because now I have my own podcast. So whatever. <laughs> so that's your, professional, them, your one marketable skill. <laughs> professional smart ass now. Yeah. Semi-professional. Uh, so, yeah, we locked in with chalk. Um, we took a guess on uh, pencil erasers. It's mm. actually Crayola crayons. Oh. Yep. oh. Crayons beat out cheese and bleach. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a wild list. If you There's a lot of different cheese smells. Was blood okay. on there? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Probably <Which> not. not. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I don't want to know who, what person said, I smell blood. Easiest. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Um, coffee, peanut butter, vapor rub, chocolate, wintergreen oil. Another wintergreen. I know. Baby powder, oh. cigarette butts, mothballs, dry cat food. In a poll <laughs> of okay. 100 sharks, they found that blood. <laughs> the smell of blood. Wow. Um, it's family feud, but they just pull sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Gave fish. <laughs> Gave them a bunch of LSD so they talk more. <laughs> All right, guys. Question seven. Vulcanization, a chemical process used to harden rubber, traditionally refers to the treatment of natural rubber with what element? Trying to remember the story. So um, someone was doing experiments with rubber and then they just left it on the heat too long and they totally screwed it up. And then they invented tires basically out of it. Um, Because that's your most common vulcanized rubber you deal with. But you hate it when you leave a hot pot of rubber (laughs) in the oven too long. Um, accidentally. actually one of the most common smells. Hot pot of rubber in the morning. Hot pot of rubber. Uh, any of the tire companies? I like won't get up for anything less. Michelin, that's not like an element or anything, right? No, no, okay. no, no. I feel like Goodyear was the one who was doing the experiments, but I can't remember. Um, what what element makes things... Um, it's like it may be sulfur for some reason. I don't don't know where it's coming from. It's just in my mind. Is that just the smell coming from your pants? <laughs> I, I'm head out. We'll go with sulfur. <laughs> we'll go I with don't sulfur. even know where to go with that. Uh, I like sulfur. Right, I actually like the smell of sulfur. I know you we'll do. Mute them. Follows Wait, you yeah. into a room. You guys locked in? We are. Uh, of course you're. Yeah, I figured this is, I was just saying this is one that normally I'd just be like, Jeff. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't be so confident. Don't be so confident over here. Well, we don't, I mean, so I, I mean, what's your favorite element? Do you have one? No. Copper uh, needs Oxygen, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I'm partial to carbon myself. Uh, I think it'd probably be it'd probably be a liquid, right? You would think something yeah. that would be liquid. Do you know <laughs> do you know elements that are liquid? 
depends and, on the temperature, doesn't it? I know, in their natural state, yeah. Um, why don't we say... What's the which science one do you want to say? I have no idea. Yes, All our right. answer is science joke. <laughs> We're going to say uh, hydrogen. All right, and I defer yeah. to Jeff. Um, I seem to remember most of this story, except for the other element involved. Um, so we guessed sulfur. It is sulfur. Mm. You did it. Nice job, Jeff. Stinks. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> That's a science well, joke. There That's we go. We got joke. there. <laughs> Wasn't necessarily a great one, but Congrats it, it was one. <laughs> All right, guys. Question eight. Elizabeth Bathory, um, who lived from 1560 to 1614, was a countess who is considered to be one of the most infamous serial killers in Slovak and Hungarian history, with upwards of 200 victims. The story of Countess Bathory has inspired numerous stories and fairy tales. What was she rumored to do after she killed her victims, as she believed it would help her retain her youth and beauty? It's certainly not how I relax. What if... uh, Bathe in blood? I was just going to say, yeah, she bathed in their blood, yeah. (laughs) That was what I thought. Because she takes a lot of baths, so... There's no bath bomb for blood. That was so... The way you said that was so cute. She takes a lot of baths. <laughs> that must be the Sorry, answer. accusatory. Where's my blood bath bomb? J'accuse. Lush is missing out on some opportunities they make here. No, they make they There make actually blood? is one that's like blood red, yeah. Oh, wow. For Halloween. No, no, no. I want, cool. it, I want it with blood. Uh, Yeah, let's go with that. Like those cupcakes I ate. You guys are... Night. You're locked in over there? Yeah. Okay, so uh, a little inside baseball. Um, I think we know that Emily likes to take baths. She talks about it all the time, especially her bath bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says those bath bombs are the bomb. So Jeff and I are thinking if you would want to relax after killing someone you and to stay young, you would probably want to bathe in their own blood. I think it's good for the skin. Yeah. So we're going to say bathe in blood. All right. And then, um, so you knew this one pretty much right away. So what, what, what yeah, did, did you say? I also said bathe in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well, rumored they- that she bathed in their blood. Yeah, mostly young girls, I think. She killed young girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had, like, she kept girls in her house. And she told the people's parents that it was, like, a a girl's home or, like, a school. And then she'd, like, yeah, brutally. That makes sense, though, because it's scientifically proven they give you the best looking skin. (laughs) (laughs) It's the iron content, right? Yeah. Okay, bye. (laughs) Just gonna gonna fold. Okay. Um, singers such as Adele, Mariah Carey, and Justin Timberlake um, have all suffered from vocal nodules as a result of stress on the vocal cords. What happens to the vocal cords when one has vocal nodes? Like what physically happens to the yeah. cords? Okay. Yeah. You get polyps, I'm pretty sure, because uh, what's her name? Julie Andrews had it, and hers were so bad, she had the surgery and she can't sing anymore. <laughs> so I don't know how, how to describe that. Like you just get polyps or you get like a growth or something? All right, so uh, you we were talking a little bit. Uh, you said makes sense for them to be swollen, right? That probably uh-huh. makes the most sense. Then the air can't pass through, and then they can't hit those notes. So we said that the they become swollen. We had a similar answer. I think you get some sort of polyps on your vocal cords. Uh, so yeah, they swell up to have those growths, I guess. And uh, we were talked about Julie Andrews and how um, she had them, and the surgery was botched, and so she couldn't sing anymore, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of our answer. I don't know if we need, need to be more specific. I don't know if I can accept it. What actually happens is your vocal for vocal, vocal folds form calluses, like they, mm-hmm. so the the vocal folds oh, harden, okay. and then you get like calluses, like you would oh. on your hands. Yeah, that's right. different. It's yeah, different. it's different. Yeah, I'm very, very scared of vocal notes. One yeah, of my biggest fears. I do not want them. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, and finally, question ten: the fourth installment in the Mario Kart series, Mario Kart Double Dash, was or- originally released in 2003. There are eight starting teams. Name six of them. Five <laughs> bonus points if you can name all eight. We have Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong. War, Wario and Waluigi, Peach and Daisy. We feel good about those. Uh, Toad and Toadette, yeah. Uh, Yoshi and Birdo. And the only thing, I, the only other one that I'm thinking maybe would be, isn't there like a Koopa Junior? Whether it be King Koopa or like Bowser and Bowser Junior. Bowser and Bowser Junior might be. Good yeah, as let's, well. Let's yeah. do that one instead of the Yoshi one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Sounds good. Okay, so we're we're uh, officially locking in with Mario and Luigi, uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, Wario and Waluigi, Peach and Daisy, Toad and Toadette, and then uh, Bowser and Bowser Jr. 
We were on the very, very similar lines. Uh, we went with Mario and Peach, Yoshi and Toad, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, Bowser, Bowser Jr., Luigi, Waluigi, and Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Matt and Gowdy, you were so close. Toad and Toadette actually aren't on the starting teams. They're unlockable. Mm. Okay. Um, so, and you guys just didn't even get any of that. It's okay. It's Mario and Luigi, Peach and Daisy, Yoshi and Birdo, Baby Mario and Baby Luigi, Koopa Troopa and Koopa Paratroopa, mm. Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, Bowser and Bowser Jr., and Wario and Waluigi. Mm. Okay. Yep. One of my favorite GameCube games. And that will conclude regulation. Dutch Ado About Nothing uh, is trailing slightly with 130. Titus and Duchikiss 140. So let's enter the final round. All right, guys, here are your final round categories. Um, number one is Vilkomen. Number two, the hostess with the mostess. Number three, makes sense. Number four, I'll be your wingman. Number five, Cowabunga Louvre. And uh, makes sense, is that C-E-N-T-S or uh, S-E-N-S-E? C-E-N-T-S. <laughs> I wanted to just say yes, but... <laughs> I just hope Neil's death okay. makes more sense than his life. <laughs> good reference. We're good. <laughs> We're good. All right. Um, so for number one, Vilkomen. What musical, premiering on Broadway in 1966, is set in 1931 Berlin as the Nazis are rising to power? Shot called. <laughs> number two, the hostess with the mostess. Besides humans, what is the only other animal in the world that can host leprosy? Number three, make sense. The word cent or cents only appears on one current U.S. coin. Which one is it? Number four, I'll be your wingman. What is the name of the band who won Best Original Song at the 59th Academy Awards in 1987 for Take My Breath Away from Top Gun? And finally, Cowabunga Louvre. I really hope everyone remembers the namesakes for the Ninja Turtles because I'm going to give you four works of art and the medium it's in. And you just need to match the Ninja Turtle name with the work of art from that artist. All right. Um, Lady with an ermine, oil paint on wood panel. The creation of Adam, fresco painting. Um, Penitent Magdalene, wood sculpture. And the transfiguration, tempera painting on wood. So as we talk about these questions, uh, this final round is actually brought to us by a sponsor, but it's just our own sponsor. It's inkedandscreen.com. Go check out some merchandise over there, some new totes, new t-shirts. Uh, we're constantly adding things over there. So thank you to Taylor and the folks over at Inked and Screened. And you can hit us up on our website too, at uh, mm -hmm. trivialitypodcast.com and click merchandise and wear a shirt like Emily and Kellen are in the studio right now. Yeah, you put a cool decal on your laptop. What's, like your, favorite, what's your favorite item that we, uh, we have in the shop, Dutch boy? I like the t-shirt, the v-neck, the v-neck, the deep v. Thanks, Dutch boy. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Dutch boy. Sorry, Gowdy. Yeah. No, it's okay. I love this. We'll, we'll see him out. We'll see him out of the studio. Yeah. Only one Dutch person do, do, per episode. And with that, all the answers are locked in. All right, for, so for our first category, um, Willkommen, what musical was um, premiered in 1966 in set in 1931 Berlin? Uh, so we wagered uh, 15, and Jeff and I both uh, walked into the other room and said, Willkommen, bienvenue, welcome, and uh, we went cabaret. Mm. It's a good one. Yeah, we did not say that. We said uh, we wagered 20, and we said the sound of music. It was cabaret. Good one. Yeah. I didn't think about it. All right. Number two, the hostess with the mostess. Besides humans, what is the only other animal in the world that can host leprosy? So we wagered uh, 20 points on this one. Um, I kind of remember hearing it at some point, but I've completely forgotten it since. Uh, we just took a guess. It was something close to humans. We said cats. Mm. This is one. Uh, I totally yeah. different. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure, but uh, Gaudi said right away armadillo, and that sounded familiar, so we wagered 20 and said armadillo. When you say close to human, you mean like in the scope <laughs> of the entire animal kingdom? Yes. Okay. They're like nearby humans. <laughs> okay. Like they're mammals. Okay. Um, I'll, it I'll is armadillos, it. so. 
Nice, nice gut reaction on that, Gabby. Right. It's been on the show before. Yeah, before. today it's estimated that up to twenty percent of the armadillos in the world are infected with leprosy. Like I agree on the scale of banana <laughs> <First> to cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cat is much closer to human. Who is someone doing something about this armadillo leprosy? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. So it sounds like we need to take a stand no, no. against it's armadillo leprosy. Yeah. Listeners, start a GoFundMe. Let's save the armadillos. We need to find armadillo Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, makes sense. The word "cent" or "cents" only appears on one current U.S. coin. Which one is it? So we wagered uh, 30 points on this one. Um, I'm a little conflicted because I feel like it may be on two that I, I know of, but one for sure that we know of. The penny says one cent, so we said the penny. Yeah, and you said current, so that kind of threw it off a little bit because I'm pretty sure the 50-cent piece says 50 cent on it, but it might not. Um, but we locked in with penny, and we wagered 20. Oh, no, it turns out I'm a dumbass. Yeah, because the nickel says <laughs> the five nickel cents. The nickel says five cents. Uh-huh. So we just give <laughs> Yeah, I don't have another question Yay. off the top of my head. Three points. Yeah, because I it's, like it on record that I was lied to. Because it's a uh, it's one dime, quarter dollar, half dollar, and one dollar for mm-hmm. the other ones. Hmm. So did you guys okay. wager the same amount? We wagered twenty. Oh, we had thirty. So we right, should probably wash the yeah, just wash it. Just yeah. wash it. Yeah. The question yeah. is now purged and from the record. That was my fault. How do you want to put that on there? Just like that. Okay. <laughs> Me saying it was my fault. <laughs> All of this. This is live, people. Not really, (laughs) but it's live. All right. And um, number four, I'll Be Your Wingman. What is the name of the band who won Best Original Song at the 59th Academy Awards for Take My Breath Away? We wagered 10, and uh, this would be uh, a band whose name fits very well into question one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Berlin. We wagered 20, and I just thought the same thing and said Berlin. It is Berlin. And hopefully by now that wager will be completed with the hugging to take my breath away. Enjoy that. Well, we can release it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Check out that uh, Patreon drop. Oh yes, the Patreon drop of Ken and I after our loss, hugging to the entirety of Take My Breath Away. How long is that song? <laughs> Anyone know? It's, it's at least four minutes. Yeah. We, we might yeah. show an abridged version. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. I don't think that's acceptable. You can just watch it at 1.5 times and then you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And finally, um, matching the work of art to the Ninja Turtle slash artist. All right. So we wagered five. Um, Jeff and I right away knew that Creation of Adam was Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. I believe Transfiguration, I could be way off, but it reminded me of that uh, Da Vinci thing where the guy is like, his arms are out and there's like a bunch of arms. Looks like he's doing uh, Neo from the Matrix. So we said Leonardo for Transfiguration. Um, The Lady Ermine or Ermine, uh, I've never heard of that before. And I don't know much of Donatello's work. So we said Donatello. And then the Magdalene, we put Raphael. Mm -hmm. We wagered 20. Uh, We came to the first two pretty quickly as well. Michelangelo as the creation of Adam and then transference of man leonardo uh then i thought that donatello as the song said does machines so i figured maybe he'd do some sculpting <laughs> so, we said that. so we put that for the third one and raphael for lady or mine. yeah okay so no points but Aww. um matt matt and gaudi you guys are pretty close because raphael does do machines and he is the sculptor so that was right um Aww. but lady with an ermine is da vinci the creation of adam oh, right. is um michelangelo um, Penitent Magdalene is Donatello, and the Transfiguration is Raphael. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. I know my turtles better than my paintings. <laughs> yeah, same. What a shame. Your turtle logic was there. <laughs> yeah. So, to conclude the game, it looks like both teams ended up with a wash on uh, the final round, meaning uh, <laughs> Dutch should do about nothing, ended with 130 points, and today's cream of the crop is Titus and Duchakis. 140 points. Good job. You're the cream of the crop. I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Feels almost. I'm not even proud. Yeah, it doesn't. I was going to say the fact that we couldn't get any points in the final round and we just kind of fell <laughs> into the win. We didn't lose That's points. Sad. Yeah, right. No, I guess none of us either lost. So we're all winners, right? None of us lost any points at the end. Yeah, well, that was sure. a hard fought game. I want to thank uh, Gaudi for joining us, of course. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Great. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Please, please just uh, let us know. Cool. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, thank you to Emily for that excellent game. 
Thanks for having me. It's always five a blast, uh, blast having you, and we'll have to make you that uh, five timers club jacket. Me and a couple other folks, I think, and a couple others. Yeah, we'll 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 work that out. Uh, and Gaudi, uh, on our way, is there anything you can you can say in Dutch for us, uh, like a going away message uh, that we would we we're not going to understand it, but just so we can we can hear it. Okay, it says something. It was gezellig, <laughs> and uh, tot de volgende keer. Ah, perfect. Just as, perfect. just like I was going to say. <laughs> All right, thank you so much again to Gaudi and again to Gaudi for being a Patreon supporter. Emily, of course, the ghost of Kellen, Matt, Jeff, Neil, and myself. That was Triviality. So apparently... Isn't it about the dolphins, people, dolphins, because that's also a thing. (laughs) No one said anything about Dolphins. That's the whole thing with this. <laughs> it's, a dr- it's a whole drunk history. I don't know where you went with that, but that got dark. Dolphins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>